if you're hearing this show and you're brand new, you want to change your life, right now is the best time. Best ever listeners, you ready to take your online advertising into the big leagues? Are you ready to get more leads? Well, how about we do all this for free? Yeah, sure, free. Well, it starts out with a free strategy session with Dan Barrett. You recognize his name, episode 565, titled Google AdWords and Cutting Edge Strategies. He's the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. That's why I'm talking about him. And he's managed over a million dollars of client spend and scored an 80th percentile for or higher for best practice. Basically, he knows his stuff. And he is offering a free strategy session for one hour to do a deep dive with you and learn about your market and collaboratively come up with an online advertising strategy based on your target audience. And he's offering to do this for the best ever listeners. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. Now I mentioned free. Well, the strategy session is free. And then you can either take the online advertising strategy that he comes up with on the call and go implement it yourself. There you go. It's free. Or you can have him and his agency do it for you. It's a turnkey solution. And by the way, that likely one that being free too, assuming that you're closing on the leads that he's generating for you as a result of all the efforts. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. He's got some amazing stuff. Ask him about the pre-targeting for direct mail lists that he does. It's something unique to their company and it's pretty exciting stuff. He's noticing some tremendous results as a result of doing pre-targeting. So ask him about that. AdWordsNerds.com forward slash Joe. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluffy stuff. With us today, Andre Sikorik. How you doing, Andre? Joe, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Nice to have you on the show. And a little bit about Andre. He is the founder of Midwest Real Estate Investment Association and is the host of the TV show The Real Deal in Real Estate. He co-founded the Homestead Road to integrate the process of buying homes and homesteading families. He purchased his first investment property in 2005 and has completed over $40 million in real estate transactions since native of Belarus. After coming to America, worked as a manual laborer and by night read books on business success based in Minneapolis, Minnesota. With that being said, Andre, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on? First of all, thank you, Joe, so much for having me on the show. And everything what you said is true. My main business is Homestead Road, and we are dedicated to serve people better than anyone else. When people have a house to sell as is, I have a team of about 18 people who work for me. I have rental properties, and my biggest belief that anyone, it doesn't matter how old you are, where you came from, you came from Africa, Russia, Australia, or you've been born and raised in America, everybody can become financially successful through real estate investing. 
because this is the easiest way to go and to you don't need to spend hundreds of thousand dollars of like college education. You can start with wholesale and build your rental portfolio and be happy and wealthy. I love talking to people who came from another country and have done incredibly well in the United States because so often we get fixated on what we don't have. And holy cow, people who aren't even from this country and come and are able to be successful, they likely don't have the same resources that the people who are born here have. But hearing someone who is successful without those resources, it's an inspiration. And I'd love to learn a little bit more about your story. But first, I mentioned because it's in your bio that you have a TV show. Is that on TV or is that just an online show? It's actually on a local cable channel. So I go to the studio and we record actual TV show in the studio. It's a little bit time consuming, but I love doing that because first of all, I have access to the a lot of like high profile people. And uh, when I do TV show, I learn personally a lot from them. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. How long have you been doing the TV show? Three years from now. Three years. And how much do you pay for the news station to have the show? I have a producer, so it costs about 500 bucks to produce each show and just engineer and producer to follow up with the guests. So it's a little bit expensive. So now I'm thinking to switch to get more guests and go to actually like YouTube because it's cheaper and faster. <laughs> because if I want to talk to someone, just reach them out. My assistant can talk to them and I don't need to go to the actual studio where you have to do like makeup and like people get embarrassed when they see a lot of cameras. And <laughs> What business results have you seen from doing the TV show for three years on your local cable channel? Well, like a lot of people who are successful, what they learn, they either have either a radio show or podcast or TV show. So through the TV show, I build relationship with a lot of people. Like Harry McKay became my personal mentor. I had the chance to interview Michael Gerber, Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, a lot of local people who like high-profile people who do the business. And that's the way actually to get access to them because you don't see them often in the streets uh, walking around and giving you like personal cell phone number or something. So you can get access to those people when you have a TV show or radio show or podcast. And when you tell them, hey, I have a TV show local on a local channel, would you be interested in my TV show? And a lot of people actually excited to be on the show. Because they've never been on TV show before. This is beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And you've been doing it for three years. Your business is Homestead Road, and it integrates the process of buying homes and, quote, homesteading, end quote, families. And excuse my ignorance, what are homesteading families? It's a good question. We're changing the marketing a little bit, but when we started originally, so we were thinking to buy houses and sell out of houses on the contract for deed and help people to become homeowners. So we sold quite a few homes on the contract for deed. And then with the new regulations, that Frank Act, like we stopped doing that because now you cannot have balloon payments and it's become complicated. So what we do is we build our own niche. We market to people who want to have easy, stress-free sale. 
our average customer is like 45 years plus who want to sell their parents' house and they don't want realtors. They also want to have easy, stress-free out. They don't want to have strangers in the house. And we built a really, really nice process how we serve them better than anybody else. I don't believe that anyone in the country has the same process what we do for customers. I'd love to learn more because on the surface, what you described, in my opinion, is you're wholesaling the house where does owner want a stress-free sale, no realtors, not a lot of people coming. That sounds like it would be a wholesaler who is just tying it up and then finding a buyer with cash. But are you doing something different than that? Yes. So first of all, we don't do wholesale. So what we do, we buy every house and probably 70% of homes we renovate ourselves and 30% we sell to smaller investors, but we decided to change the whole marketing message. So we don't use any cash words in our marketing and we build quite a unique process. For example, when somebody sells a house to us after it's done, and a lot of people have emotional connections, we do final, like, say goodbye tour where they invite (laughs) all the relatives and see how the house is beautiful again. So we have our artists actually paint a house, and we collect, like, the best memories from the family and put it right below the painting. And it's interesting, but let me, I pull out my Facebook page. And when we give the plaque with the painting on the house, people are actually crying because it's so emotionally. And let me just read a couple of memories what people put. So this is the best memories of house 10325 Clinton Avenue. The basement door became the measurement board for the height and growth records of children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. And second best memory, Christmas Eve with children parking their pajamas for a long night of opening presents and songs around the piano. Mm -hmm. So what my point is, because everybody can offer a very competitive price, and we offer competitive price because we're very efficient, but not a lot of people actually strive to serve people better than anybody else. And when I get into this business, I saw a lot of ads like we buy houses, cash, and it sounded like a used car salesperson. Like, And yep. there is a negative connotation, like what exactly it means. Like you say, hey, you flip houses. And a lot of people are skeptical and then go negative. So we decided to change it to build a really nice process for people. I actually brought my entire team to a company called Zappos. Amazon bought them for $820 million, but they have an office in Vegas. Vegas, Yeah, and they have a really nice course. It's called Zappos Inside. It's a three-day training. They let any person to come in and to spend three days to learn how they hire people, how they fire people, to have experience to be to listen to their customer service. And this company is considered one of the top five companies to work for. So I brought my entire team so they could learn and they can see what's possible and why a lot of people become loyal to that brand. Like for example, let me ask you this, do you use Amazon, for example? I do. Yeah, why do you use it? Because it's so easy to buy books. 
Yeah, would you recommend uh, anyone or Amazon? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's what I wanted to change. We want to provide so much value so people can start recommend our company to someone else because a lot of people had selling a house probably it's once a life like experience for people. They don't sell out of all the homes, but a lot of people didn't pay attention to that fact that those people have the same friends the same people who have the same income level and they also want to get out free and stress-free from their situation. Thank you for sharing that. And I want to make sure I'm understanding. I get the plaque that an artist paints that illustrates a story about the house and you provide that to the seller. And just so I'm understanding your business model real quick, you said you buy all the houses and 70% you what and 30% you what? I want to make sure I have that in my notes. In Minnesota, like kind of you, you cannot do a lot of wholesales because the Department of Commerce actually regulates you and they want every purchaser actually to close on a house. So we close on every house. We use our own money and we work with private money and bank money. And 70% of homes, we renovate ourselves. And 30% we sell, we just clean them through rehab and sell to contractors, like to smaller investors who have more time, like lower overhead to fix them up. Okay. And the 70% that you renovate and keep, do you keep them long-term? Most of them we sell. And for rental properties, we have completely different model. We're buying lower income homes like Section 8 type of homes. We bought a big portfolio back in 2008. And by now, it increased in price by two and a half times. So we have different formula how we calculate the offers for rentals. So rentals is a separate business from flipping houses. Okay, got it. All right, so you've got a flipping business and you have a buy and hold business. And now just coming full circle, when you say homesteading families. What does that term refer to? We wanted to sell houses with sort of financing. We still do sell houses with sort of financing. But basically, the meaning of that term is when we buy a house, we fix it up and we provide a house for a new family. Because a lot of people, when they spend their entire life in the house, let's say 30, 40 years, they really don't want their house to be turned into rental property or they want someone else, a nice family, to occupy their house. So that's the meaning for homesteading. Okay. Now I'd love to talk a little bit about the plaque and the artist thing because that's unique and I've never come across that before. Have you taken a look at how many referrals you've gotten as a result of this tactic. And I know I'm saying it in a very cold-blooded manner. I know it's it's not necessarily about how much business you get from it. It's about adding value, putting smiles on faces, putting good karma out in the world. But also, I'm curious from a business standpoint, cause and effect. Have you taken a look at that? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know exactly how many referrals we got from the plaque, but I know exactly how many referrals we get every week because my marketing director pulls the compiles the reports weekly. So on a weekly basis, we have about two or three referrals from people. So that's a really, really high numbers because average lead cost us about 
from 100 to 300 bucks and we can get two leads a week for free from people and those people who worked with us in the past we get recommended by their friends most likely they're going to do business with us so i told people when somebody calls in our office you have to provide value for the people first and then money will follow and that's what a lot of i see a lot of new people they struggle with they hear about real estate investing and they don't do any marketing whatsoever they try to make every person who calls them for advice they try to convert them in a motivated seller and offer them like cash offer and what i told my people you do the best advice and see how you can serve customer better and if it's a not right fit let's say for example somebody has a nice house like completely sellable i tell people hey just save your time and do the best advice and you can recommend if i were you mr seller i probably would hire a realtor and sell it on the open market and then if a person says yes that's what i'm going to do that's great but they will probably recommend you someone from their friends who are in different position and in this case you save your time you save those people time and a lot of sellers they just tell you hey i don't want to sell a house with a realtor i don't want to have a lot of strangers in my house and i actually want to have easy stress free situation and i like your price point and i'm okay to take a little bit lower price for the convenience of having my own time for closing do it easy and stress free how much does it cost to commission the artist to do that painting i think we're paying like 60 bucks for painting and like the frame cost i don't know maybe 60 bucks so it's about 100 bucks a piece So it's basically and I know I'm being very cold blooded about this. I'm just trying to get the numbers. So basically the cost of the painting all in is 120 bucks and your average lead cost between 100 and 300. So if you get one lead as a result of giving them that painting, then it's paid for itself. Yeah, but Joe like it's not about the plaque by itself. It's about the process. So for example my lead manager call her wow manager I tell her hey if when you answer the phone calls we have a lot of people who call and they going through the tough situation in the life their parents die or they may going to die so say hey like you actually feel free to spend the money at your decision even if we don't buy a house just to do something special for those people So from the time people call my office like feel free like people who listen in just to give a call to Homestead Road you can google the phone number talk to my lead manager Babs and see what kind of experience you're going to have talking to her so since she talks to the oh the seller talks to her lead manager sales manager we have nice closing after closing so it's entire process i cannot say that only that plaque contributes to referrals but the entire process that's what's important yep it's a microcosm of your larger operation yeah exactly what is your best real estate investing advice ever take action a lot of people what they see they want to be real estate investors they think someday 
I'm going to be financially independent. Someday I'm going to buy my first house. Someday. But I tell you what, there is never good time. Because it's never a good time to have a kid, invest in your business, go to get education. But the best time is right now. So if you're hearing this show and you're brand new, you want to change your life, right now is the best time. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure, yeah. Okay, let's do it. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Got your free strategy session to generate online leads yet? Well, if not, go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. Dan Barrett's going to give you a concrete online advertising strategy by the end of the conversation. You can choose to implement it yourself or you can work with this team and they'll implement it for you. Adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. Finally, your funding problem is 100% solved at CIX.com. At CIX.com, private lenders compete to fund deals. CIX facilitates over half a billion in loans for real estate investors weekly. Get funded and download your free funding kit at CIX.com. What's the best ever book you've read? It's hard to say because I addicted to read different books. I consume them probably like a book a week. So the most recent book that I read by the founder and CEO of Nike, his name is Phil Knight. Mm-hmm. And I got really, really inspired by this book because he's still around. I actually didn't know the story of the company. He built this story from ground zero, didn't have the money. He's self-made billionaire. And that was really impressive to read the book. So now I start buying Nike again. <laughs> and that book is called Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. What is the best ever deal you've done? Best ever deal that I've done that I never actually done. I walked away from the deal. Because a lot of time, especially right now, is you have so many opportunities. And sometimes if you think that it smells bad, like you don't have good internal feeling, you probably should walk away from a deal. A couple of years ago, we started buying so many houses. So we became lazy and we actually stopped inspecting the properties. And we've done a couple of deals where we did not inspect the property and actually we ended up losing the money. What is the best ever way you like to give back? Well, that's a good question. We have a company, we do something every quarter. So we're building houses for Habitat for Humanity. This summer, I took my daughter and we partnered up with another investors and raised the money, the kids in Jamaica and went there to assemble the wheelchairs. And that was a really, really eye-opening experience. But we do as a company something good every month, volunteering type of work. We actually started our own foundation, Homestead Road Foundation, where we donate the money for technical college where kids can get scholarship. And what would you say is the biggest mistake you've made on a deal? Wow, there are so many mistakes that I made. Biggest mistake will be probably not inspecting the property. That was the biggest mistake because I become overconfident, I would say. And I was thinking that now I know everything. There is like a small mistake that we just recently done. We bought a property and it's been 
not in Minneapolis. It's like 50 or 80 miles from Minneapolis. And this property is a single-family home, but it's zone commercial. So we didn't even know about it. We didn't do our due diligence, and now we cannot sell a house because nobody can get financing mm. for the house. But it's a, like normal single-family homes, and there's impossible to rezone it. So it's kind of sitting on the books, but it's, again, like do your due diligence. Don't be overconfident. Inspect every house. That's With- my learning lesson. With that particular deal, usually that's a good thing where you have a single family house and it's zoned commercial because then you can get it rented for a higher premium than the single family tenant would pay. Did you find that's the case? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Unfortunately, the town where the house is is too small. It's like, I don't know, maybe a couple thousand people living there. So there is enough commercial space. And we had a buyer who wanted to get like a Fannie Mae loan and it fell through because it's on commercial and nobody wants it basically. But I'm glad that it's a cheap house. It's like $50,000. Where is the best place the best ever listeners can reach you? If you're listening to the show, you can connect with me by going on YouTube and type the real deal in real estate and watch a couple shows and post your comments, and that's the way I communicate with the people through the YouTube. If you're here in, like, Midwest area, we do monthly meetings at Midwest Three, and I do a couple events a year where we do three-day training where we take people on a bus tour, show them for the properties, and it's exciting how many younger people become real estate investors and start making money right after college and become captains of their lives for real estate. Well, I'm on your YouTube channel now. You've got a couple interviews that I personally am looking forward to watching and listening to. One of them is how to succeed in real estate with the original shark on Shark Tank. That's the Kevin Harrington interview. I'm going to listen to that one and watch it. Lots of great stuff from having the local cable channel where you're able to build relationships with high-profile people and get in touch with them, increase your sphere of influence, to the give-back mentality first, add value first. You've got the unique idea with the painting that you give the sellers when they sell their home. Just phenomenal idea. I mentioned that it was worth, from a dollars and cents standpoint, since your cost per lead is 100 to 300, that it's basically paying for itself because it costs 120 but that's not really an accurate statement because I'm sure your lifetime value of a customer is much more than $120 to $300. I'm sure you're making much more than that. So really what I should have said is that your $120 painting is about the same as the low end of a lead and it continues to pay and pay and pay and pay because they're going to continue to tell that story. What a phenomenal tactic. And I know I got caught up on that one tactic, but it's illustrative of what you're doing as an overall business plan. So thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Joe, thank you very much. I enjoyed being on the show. Thanks. Finally, your funding problem is 100% solved at CIX.com. At CIX.com, private lenders compete to fund deals. CIX facilitates over half a billion in loans for real estate investors weekly. 
Get funded and download your free funding kit at CIX.com.